Welcome to the Online Marketing for Doctors podcast, the place to grow and scale profitable practices with your show hosts, Huyen Truong and Steve Tate. Hello and welcome to another podcast from Online Marketing for Doctors podcast channel, the first Australian healthcare marketing podcast channel designed to help motivated practitioners implement clever, effective marketing ideas to grow and scale their practice. Uh, we're your hosts. I'm Stephen Tate and this is... Ben Chilung. Hello everyone. Thanks for joining us today. Uh, and today we're coming from uh, Vet Hospital in uh, Pimble, Gordon Vet Hospital. Uh, today on our podcast, we have a special guest with us, John Morgan. Hello, everyone. Uh, John, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, absolutely. I've um, been working in this particular practice for about five years now. Um, I've been a partner here for almost three, and I've been a vet for 11 years. So, um, yeah, where has the time gone? And where has it gone? Uh, tell us a little more about Gordon Vet Hospital. Yeah, so our um, our situation here is that we're sort of a, I guess, a busier clinic in the area. Where we've got fairly large facilities and we're extremely well equipped. So we do try and do a lot of procedures that aren't really accessible for a smaller vet hospital. Um, and we do sort of pride ourselves on being one of the more sort of high quality clinics in the area. And our, um, our service levels are generally a little higher than what you'd find from just a, um, a one or two vet practice. We do actually have uh, seven or eight vets, depending on the time of year working here. Great. Um, and we do definitely yeah, see a, a lot of cases. It keeps us very busy. Sure. And how long has the practice been around for? Uh, the practice has actually been here since the mid-70s. I think we're up to 42 years now. Yeah, so, right. Um, Lots of legacy. Yeah, <laughs> huge legacy. And um, we've got some really loyal followers that have been through, you know, multiple partnership changes over the years so we're sort of really honored that they do keep coming back and and we sort of have to keep in mind keeping them happy with every sort of step we take as well yeah sure excellent well uh, i guess a wealth of history here to draw on (laughs) uh, for today's podcast now uh, we were chatting about the topic that you wanted to discuss today on the podcast channel, and I was sort of looking at uh, sort of impatient engagement through online booking applications. So, yeah, uh, which is a fascinating topic because uh, one that uh, we see a lot of people wanting to implement online booking applications onto their websites, um, but they think about it as just a, a simple booking application and. Uh, I think, as we'll discuss later, uh, you found that uh, it's not just a simple booking application. Absolutely not. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> well, uh, can you first tell us uh, when, when did you add an on, uh, online booking application to your website? Yeah, so we're up to about 12 months with our particular online booking service, mm-hmm. uh, which is fully integrated with the, the practice management software that we're using. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I mean, that really takes the... Um, Sort of, yeah, it's much easier for us to sort of manage that now because it, we're in the background essentially. The software does all the work. Sure. And we, we are tending to find now that um, clients don't need to call us to correct things. They can do it all online and they can actually remove uh, any appointments that they've booked accidentally or they can go in and, and, and modify that. Um, so the phone calls that they used to have to do, you know, three or four phone calls per booking has sort of now completely been obliterated. Yeah, right. Which has um, made the clinic much more efficient, but it means that the phone's not constantly ringing off the hook. 
Which is great for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> well, how, how were bookings handled before? I guess just all over the phone? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they were um, essentially, uh, you know, either walk-ins, which, you know, really threw a spanner in the works in a really busy morning mm. where the clients would show up um, sort of without an appointment right. because they haven't had the opportunity to call. They'll yeah. just show up with whatever issue they have. Sure. Uh, or potentially they would call in um, either in advance or um, sort of immediately before the appointment. Right. Mm. Okay. And so was that part of the decision to change or was there more to it? Um, look, I think a lot of what um, online marketing for doctors is done for us and, and our web presence has really um, meant that we've we've wanted to have that option um, and that link really is, is really helpful for us so people have a reason to go to our website and it does really help improve um, engagement on our website um, so a lot of clients will just never get through the website to get to the online booking service which means that we get more traffic great well, I mean, are those, uh, let's talk more about these benefits uh, yeah. for, for the operations. I mean, did it save you money? Um, I think, I guess it's hard to quantify exactly, mm -hmm. uh, but I would say that in terms of staff time and receptionist number that we have to actually employ, we've seen a, about a, you know, maybe we've been able to reduce our staffing levels by about um, one quarter of a nurse, which right. doesn't sound like a lot, but obviously when you look at the, the cost of the service, which mm -hmm. is only about, for us, $150 a month, yeah. um, and the cost of employing one quarter of a nurse, which is, you know, yeah. tens of thousands of dollars, then we're starting to really see a lot of yeah. a lot of improved value in the use of an online booking service. Great. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, and buying back your time, I guess, now they're freed up to do... Yeah. Uh, focus on other things. Yeah, and the day's a lot smoother. So mm -hmm. we're, we're finding a lot more that um, clients will, you know, when they when they have an orderly schedule, um, things run smoother. You know, the, the reduction in walk-ins walk has been uh, noticed, which means that we can sort of relax a little bit more through the day. And, <laughs> right. and, and to be honest, I think it does um, significantly improve the, um, I guess, the workflow and, and the customer, customer service levels that we're providing. Sure. Seems to improve. And nice that you'll generally know then what your day is in advance. You yeah. know what's going to happen. Oh, absolutely. And and it, there's nothing more, you know, it's a pretty high stress job, but there's mm -hmm. nothing more stressful than just the anticipation of what could walk through the door. Right. <laughs> right. Even if it even if it has been booked online, you don't know the full picture in a lot of cases. Mm -hmm. uh, the fact that it's there and the fact that you can get an idea from the patient's history then uh, is, is a really, really rewarding feeling. Yeah, sure. Great. Well, uh, let's talk now about some of the benefits for the customers. I mean, you've already touched on a few. Um, they've obviously adopted to it well. Yeah, look, I, I do a, um, I guess, a bit of a straw poll every yeah. time I see an online booking because they are flagged in our system. They're not, um, they're, they're sort of delineated from a normal booking. And every time I see them, I do try and get an opinion and how they felt about the booking. And by and large, the, the service has, um, has given clients an extra option that they've really benefited from. I've not heard a negative comment about the system or about uh, the process. And they, most of them are actually booking once we've closed. So a real convenience of the system for the clients is we're finding that they'll book the book the appointment in after 7 o'clock, so after we close at night, right. and then they can have that organized for the next day. So they've got peace of mind. They don't have to try and call at 7 a.m. when we open again to try and get that first appointment or to, to try and find out what's available for their day. Yeah, great. Mm -hmm. oh, that does work well. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, and so when you first implemented it, uh, you know, did you, 
was there any resistance to this? Was there? Did you find that customers adapted to it immediately? Or uh, look, it's it's mostly I guess the adaptations are all at the staff level. So mm-hmm. the the biggest changes obviously were how we operated things. So I've, I've been finding that um, clients have not had any issues, and there were some mm-hmm. tweaks with getting the appointments to line up and to have the timing right because mm-hmm. obviously we run quite a rigid structured um, appointment book. But the the actual integration issues we had was just educating the nurses on how it worked and what they needed to look out for. And once right. we had that nailed, it has been absolutely humming. We haven't had an issue. Yeah, great. Mm-hmm. Okay. I have a follow-up question here. So when you were selecting an ap- application for the online booking feature, are there any features or you know that you you looked at in terms of user friendliness to make sure that you know is uh, first of all is compatible with your practice software, yeah. and second of all, like is is user friendly because we notice a lot of uh, booking applications out there are not user-friendly. That user actually have to create an account to to book an appointment, which is a hassle because you know the all the effort of trying to create an account and generate a password and you yeah. know lock in mm-hmm. again. So you know, yeah. Yeah, that's a really fantastic question. Um, I did spend a lot of time looking at about three or four different competitors in the market, yeah. and um, I mean pricing was comparable, and yeah. pricing is a big factor in the industry, but. Um, they were all fairly comparable in cost, so that wasn't a, a big factor in our decision. Mm. To be honest, we immediately discounted the um, account-based mm, or, or yeah. app-based services mm. mm-hmm. because personally, I I wouldn't I'd hate the extra app on my phone, yeah. I, and I hate to have to sign up another account <laughs> sure. and another, another password. password. Yeah. 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 So and and yeah. It just wanted to make it as simple as humanly possible. Mm. And the the website that we chose, which is um, does provide not only veterinary services but also medical services services through Pet Yeti or I think um, My Health or One Health. Anyway, through, if you Google Pet Yeti, you'll find it. They're, um, they're exceptional. They um, It's a very minimalist website and it's just a, a link that you go to and then you can provide your details each time you go in and there's no need for an account and it's extremely user-friendly, which is why I think we've had so much positive feedback. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I imagine that is a contributing factor because you do see a lot of frustration from other people when they have to create accounts, mm-hmm. can't remember passwords. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And, and I mean, even if you're um, having to put your name in um, or your, obviously your phone number, your email address, that's all automatically prompted now. So for people that are mm-hmm. putting in multiple accounts, they or, sorry, multiple appointments, mm-hmm. they don't need to go through and um, you know, enter the information each time. Google Chrome will just insert that for you automatically mm-hmm. without the need for an yeah. account name and password. Great. Mm-hmm. Now, it's turned into something bigger, though, than maybe just a scheduling app. But I think uh, you've noticed uh, that you've been able to use it enough to help sort of with patient engagement or your, your client engagement mm-hmm. moving forward. Yeah, absolutely, Stephen. And I think that, um, you know, the... The fact that um, a lot of UN's work has been towards getting the um, getting the, the links out there or getting links to our website, and as I mentioned, you know, to be able to then guide them to our website and learn a lot more about who we are mm-hmm. and a lot about our services, it's been absolutely invaluable. Mm-hmm. And I, I do really feel that the um, the opportunity for people just to, to go onto the website for such a convenient service, you know, it's not it's not a huge amount of time that they spend on the website, but every click counts for us. Mm-hmm. It's about getting our message out there, and they can get to know us on our website as well. Yeah. Great. Uh, do you have any sort of future plans on your, with your booking application? Uh, any other ideas? Uh, yeah, I've, I've always got a few ideas. None of them. <laughs> often the rubber doesn't hit the road, given sure, the sure. time constraints. But, um, yeah, look, I, I do... Um, 
I do. We do use our text system a lot here. Automated yeah. texts are a really big feature, and I did try and get a, a short link going um, to try and actually text clients to remind them to book an appointment in the future or right. be due. I haven't quite got there yet, but um, yeah, the, the next feature may be that we we do start to allow clients to just click on a button on their phone when, when they get the reminder text right. and then jump straight into um, booking an appointment online. Great, so all seamless. Uh, again, no passwords, no accounts, nothing. It's just straight into it. Yeah, great. Okay. And I mean, do you have any sort of advice in general for other uh, practitioners uh, for some of the important sort of success criteria for implementing a successful sort of online booking application? Yeah, I guess um, if you're going to do it, just don't, uh, the advice that we got was don't hold back, you know, like don't try and do it uh, for part of the clinic or don't just test run a a small um, part of the clinic just integrate it completely and, right. and let it ride. Right. Uh, and I can honestly say that it was probably one of the best decisions we've made, as, again, as far as workflow uh, and reducing those first first thing in the morning walk-ins. Mm-hmm. And again, for customer satisfaction, it's been outstanding. So I you know, I highly, highly recommend it. I could not pray <laughs> for the, the changes that it's done for the clinic. Great. Well, I, yeah, the proof is uh, here for everyone to see. I mean, yeah. it's been successful. So Absolutely. Great. All right. Now, we do have an additional sort of some follow-up. I mean, we're online marketing for doctors, so we always try to take uh, the opportunity to slide in some marketing-related questions here. Now, you've used a lot of sort of real location-specific marketing here at Gordon Vet Hospital, uh, and especially with Google's emphasis on local search results. Uh, can you walk through for our listeners sort of some of the reasons, benefits, challenges you know you've experienced by really tackling the local sort of market? Yeah, I, I guess the um, you've always got to remember that um, much like you know dentists, doctors, um, and hairdressers, any professional field, um, while people want the personal bond, and that's really important to a lot of our customers, I. I I cannot state enough how important location is sure. and, and, and people often don't want to travel um, or don't have the time to travel for their pets mm-hmm. and we are obviously conscious of that. We love our animals but we appreciate that not everyone has the time to, to drive across the city to get to what we feel is a really good vet hospital mm-hmm. which is why we, we do focus on more location advertising as opposed to more of a citywide or you know, even statewide advertising. Mm-hmm. The location allows us to pinpoint the suburbs that we feel would benefit most from our services. Yeah. And obviously, the, the demographics within that suburbs can be fine tweaked uh, uh, or sort of fine tuned. Especially, you know, if, if we're looking at a high density area, we can um, target more cats. And then, if we've got a um, you know larger backyard sort of area or a lower density living, then we start to switch to more dog advertising. Which we had a really successful uh, campaign with, with Hewan a few months ago, which um, really drove up our cat numbers when we we really looked at cat cats. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, cat yeah. Yeah. advertising. Yeah, yeah great. And so are you finding that your customers are coming from those targeted areas primarily? Uh, is there no spill-on effects uh, that you're still able to get reach into other areas um, through other means or just even through word of mouth or whatever, but you are still managing to pull in other people despite having a local focus? Yeah, yeah, that's a, um, it's a pretty multifaceted question that one, but I'll I'll try and um, break it apart. Like we normally see um, an immediate response to the to the local marketing, um, especially any Google AdWords campaigns that have um, very local words to it. 
So once we have clients coming in from certain suburbs based on our advertising, we can sort of um, we can actually do a statistical analysis or a financial analysis on on where people are coming from and uh, the suburbs that we can focus on more or, or where we're seeing um, I guess room for improvement. So right. if they're close to us and we're seeing a, a bit of a spike based on an advertising campaign, we can start to then focus more in that area again through Google AdWords funding or um, just through a really strong keyword campaign. Great. Excellent. Well, I think that brings us to the end of another wonderful podcast. Uh, first off, I'd like to thank John for joining us today on the podcast channel and uh, giving us your expertise and uh, advice on uh, online booking applications. Uh, we and really appreciate marketing. it. And yeah. local marketing as well, too. We really do appreciate it and thank you for your time. Nice. Um, and that brings us to the end of another online marketing for doctors podcast channel. Um, if you'd like to be a guest on the Online Marketing for Doctors podcast, uh, there's a link to it in the show notes. Uh, go there, and if there's any topics that you'd like for us to address on a future episode, uh, leave us a message in the comment field, or there's a link in the show notes as well to uh, let us know about topics that might be of interest for you. Uh, but until then, until the next time, we look forward to seeing you See in you a future show. Bye future for now. Show. Yeah. Thanks very much. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Online Marketing for Doctors podcast with Hu Yen Truong and Steve Tate. Be sure to check out the archive section on our website for previous episodes at onlinemarketingfordoctors.com slash podcast. And subscribe to the show so we can catch you at the next episode.